Hollowbone Podcast. I'm Henry. I'm Bird. And this is Bailey. Today I'm going to be talking about, or we're going to be talking about, the end of knowledge. And this is like a really interesting uh, thing that's just deeply, deeply settling in somewhere. And the best way I can kind of describe this is... I know less than nothing about anything and never will. Yeah. And that's a, a really interesting place because I think on my journey, there's been a lot of like collecting. So I guess in the beginning, there was a lot of discarding of beliefs. So like a, like a really heavy negation process and like seeing what was occurring in my own experience of like how I was perceiving life and, and beginning to see that who I was, was a concept and like, and how widespreading that concept was in my own mind. And then in doing that, there was almost like a, a voracious hunger for, more concept, but of a different nature, um, like sp spirituality, you know what I mean? And you could, uh, so it was like a, like a lot of collecting of these different things and they, they take up residence inside of yourself. And then what seems to, to, to be, or not seems to be like, it's like, there's like a, there's like a gnosis almost like that, that is coming online deep inside of just, I don't know anything at all. And from that place, there's like a deep surrender of all knowledge. And so it's like, you could hear something like coming to the end of knowledge and you think, you might have like a, a concept that like, oh, you know all things, mm -hmm. but it's the other way. Mm -hmm. it's, it's like a full living embodiment that you know nothing. Yeah. And then there's, 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 there's this other piece that, that is lo in lockstep with that of um, like a delicate mystery that's just unfolding all the time. So the you know coming to the to the the end of knowledge is really just kind of like a doorway into the infinite mm -hmm. you know so it's like this really interesting thing but there there like what what this was kind of like what sh shown a light on this was in sharing different pieces of a journey, there was still kind of like a subtle knowledge that was still trying to kind of mm -hmm. like hold on a little bit. Yeah. And now like there's... Like a subtle like hubris maybe even too. Yeah. So, and, and yeah, those yeah. probably go hand in hand. And in, in, in that, it's like when it, when it really like sets in, this is beginning to basically like allow an unfolding of complete and total surrender 
to a deep mystery that's unfolding without my volition whatsoever. It's just like, Jesus, take the wheel, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, type shit. And knowledge is not even a factor anymore. Yeah. And the weird thing about that is that it's like, in a relative sense, there's you, the, what your knowledge is endless, you know what I mean? And it may even seem really profound as you're uncovering different pieces of knowledge. But now that like this piece of, of just like, I know less than nothing. Yeah. And even that's saying too much. Yeah. It's a very interesting, very interesting thing. Yeah. That one's interesting. I mean, for any mind, I think, but I found, you know, like it over the last few weeks or, you know, like I think it really started a little bit before the episode that we recorded around like finding my voice where there was just like something in my intuition where, you know, Henry and I were talking about like what episodes should we record? And there was just like something in me that was just like, there's certain things I was just like, I I don't know anything about that. Like, mm-hmm. I can't, I can't really speak to that. And I think what I'm realizing is, you know, like what's been part of what's been coming online for me is just like a humility, just like deeper, deeper, like gr- humility, just cutting deeper, 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 deeper until there's like, I am below everybody. <laughs> <laughs> like there's nothing about this process that, pedestalizes or like puts somebody above other people it's like no it's it's actually at least what it feels like is it's actually the opposite like I don't know anything about literally anything and for like that's been a hard pill for like my mind Mm. to swallow because my back oh my gosh my background is so intellectual And I like my identity for such a long time is so deeply wound in stuff that I know. And I think that's part of why, you know, certain aspects of my negation process have just been like grueling for me because I like spent years training my mind. Mm -hmm. And but it's like getting to a place of just like being so humbled over and over again. It's like there there is nothing to know. Yeah. There is nothing to know. There's nothing that could possibly ever be known. And I like the word, you know, just even thinking about the word knowledge, the, or like the, the word gnosis um, means to know, which is interesting because like the way that we've come to use the word knowledge means like an intellectual understanding. Whereas what seems to be settling in, at least for me, is this process has gone deeper and deeper is that that gnosis or knowledge quote unquote, you know gnosis which is like a intimate like deep knowledge almost like it feels akin to like intuition mm. which is like that's that's not coming from a place of like i know something it's just like following life like yeah. the impulse of life mm-hmm. and not trying to project you know what a me knows on top of that or thinks thinks about something yeah so strange yeah it's and it's kind of interesting because you can you can hear something like 
a concept of all I know is that I don't know. You know what I mean? And that's like ancient wisdom. Yeah. And you can hear something like that. And that can be a relative understanding. <laughs> but when this is something, it's a, it's a whole different ball of wax when you, when you've gone through it here inside of your own self and challenged like a mind is a great thing to challenge vigorously <laughs> you know what i mean and when 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 you get to that you're like oh shit like i don't know anything i never will don't know can't know don't care yeah and i remember i remember one time I don't know if this is what he was referring to, but I remember one time UG Krishnamurti, you know, spirituality's favorite bad guy, um, saying, if I could give this to you, you wouldn't touch this with a 10 foot pole. <laughs> and now that I'm thinking about that, I'm like, yeah, because it's so much about life in a relative sense is like what you know, you know yeah. what I mean? Like knowledge is power, this yeah. kind of different stuff. Yeah. And we pedestalize like quote unquote awakening or enlightenment or like a spiritual master as somebody who has attained knowledge of all, like mm -hmm. who has the ultimate knowledge, which is funny because like that quote unquote ultimate knowledge is that you don't know a fucking thing yeah. and never could. But it's like we pedestalize this thing as like, oh, the person that like knows everything. I, I want to know everything. Yeah. When really it's probably more akin to like, again, UG, I'm some, some kind of a low grade moron. Like from knowledge's standpoint, like yeah. you have just basically like disabused yourself of every sort of, you know, like zealous pride in knowing shit. Mm -hmm. But that, but it, what's interesting is like, once that thing is kind of like settled in, which it's like, that's what's occurring here is like, okay, now the mystery can be really begin because mm. I don't need to know anything. I don't need to know what's going on. I don't need to know where this is headed. I don't need to know anything. Let go. You know what I mean? Just, yeah. and, and, and let's see what happens. Like, this is the greatest ride you can imagine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like really what that is, is settling into what is, because it's like we try to know things as human beings or, you know, the mind tries to collect concepts and ideas about things that it knows. And those are, you know, maybe in the relative sense, yes, it does know, know a lot. Yeah. But when it comes to life, it's like, there is nothing to know. There is nothing that could ever be known. Like they could never know what is going to happen 10 seconds from now. Yeah. No fucking clue. There's no way to know. And it's just really, it seems like what that end of knowledge is, it's like, okay. Yeah. Like full, like, okay. Yeah. Surrender. Yeah. Yeah. And I find like in myself lately, like th this seems to be coming online a little bit for me too, but there's still like little threads that I feel that are kind of like tugging, but really what it feels like is through like all the sitting that I've been doing is like a being with the, I don't know fully. Yeah. It's like, no, I don't like, I don't know. Yeah. 
and just like being with that, being with like any subtle pangs of anxiety that that creates and just like being with it completely and fully until it, whatever, I don't, it doesn't matter. Just being with it doesn't matter what comes of it, but just like being, being with the, I don't know. It definitely makes a lot of different stuff interesting. Like it's taking on like a different life is taking on like a very different shape and color at this point because without that constant, uh, uh, that constant like subtle thing that's like, let me tell you what I know. Mm-hmm. the room is the space is much louder yeah. and so it's like kind of almost like a coming online of just like what what can you really say like what it what is there to say so it's kind of like making like this type of exchange a much different thing and so it's like maybe it's maybe it's basically like getting out of the way more and just kind of like letting consciousness do the driving. And if there's going to be a sharing of something like a natural spring, as opposed to like, let me come, Mm, let me like give you you all the shit that I've learned. Uh, You know what I mean? Um, and just allowing kind of like for something to just poke its head or to not and just sit and be quiet, you know? And it'll be interesting too, to see like how this comes forth in, in music because I can like that album that I just put out. It's like, there's definitely, there was still knowledge like woven tightly on it. You know what I mean? So it'll be interesting to see like what the creativity looks like without that hold, without that like grasp on it, you know, may not look any different at all. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe not. We just, yeah, it is interesting though how that, like when that thing really kind of starts to fall offline that like I know anything it's just like space yeah and it's just, it's like it's palatable yeah and it's like less of an impulse to speak and like being really cautious about what's spoken mm-hmm. not cautious like cuz it's not like a Yeah, I don't, I don't know how to It's more it. like, can I use less to yeah. to describe the essence of something yeah. versus the concept surrounding the essence? It's yeah. like, how do I get at that thing more? How do I get at that empty, neutral thing? Yeah. And in that way, I guess it, it doesn't quite matter what words are used, but it's like, I don't know, at least like what what I'm finding in myself is like it's it's always been a little bit more natural for me to speak really slowly and I think I'm like finding a deeper level of comfort in that. Is that like that slowness is just like an allowing of mm. like something to come forth versus a subtle thing in the mind that's like let me explain to you what I know yeah it's just very and it's very interesting um to sit with that and I mean at least from like just interactions in the last few days like it there's there definitely is something that like feels more spacious or like slower I I don't know how, how exactly to describe it I'm like oh okay I like I don't 
And it's interesting to just like sit in, in this type of space too. Cause it's like, Oh, I don't really feel that thing of like competition arising in me anymore. If like, Oh, I'm not having to like compete to speak mm. that seemed to come online like a little bit earlier when, when we started recording these things of like, cause I know there's a lot here and it's just like the way that that unfolds in me is like requires a little bit more space. Hmm. It's like, Oh, I just, I don't know. There's just something that feels like, Oh, just a little more like, yeah, whatever. Ease, <laughs> space. Flow, That's a pretty like clear this. indicator. Like when you think about like how we dialogue with each other, if you're paying attention to the way human beings speak, most oftentimes I feel like in the relative world, and it, it is like a, it comes from probably like a, a sincere childlike place. Like it's like, I want to share too. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that's like a very clear indicator that you're speaking from knowledge and not mm-hmm. from presence yeah or like there's there's another quality that that's available to us yeah it's almost like we as human beings you know in that space it's like the way that we dialogue is waiting for the next pause so that we can say then say what we already have in our mind that we want to say versus just like it being more of like a dance you know just like oh let's just see see what arises here yeah which is interesting you know, I'm noticing, I'm kind of thinking about this. I told you like a little bit about this, but I got to give a shout out to my family. You know what I mean? Because I was just there for the holidays and there was definitely like a very, and this is why I think family or just relationship in general can be such great things because there was like a, that energy was really apparent to me just in dialogue and it can even, we were even having a good conversation. Like there wasn't anything aggressive or anything like that, but there was just kind of like a subtle thing in there trying to inflict its, uh, its view or like its knowledge within like a realm, you know what I mean? So I just have to kind of be like, ah, nice. You know, like there was a, and these opportunities have been there all throughout life. And I, you know, it may feel really good to, to win a fucking argument, but there's something here that's really precious and it just takes a little bit of room and like the, not so much of like that dogged thing that like you have something that everybody really needs to know. Yeah. It's more kind of like, can you communicate from like the place that you don't know anything? Yeah. Yeah. That's all I got. Yeah, that makes sense. You got anything? I'll sit with it for a minute. <laughs> See, let's create some space. I'll just sit with it for a minute. You guys hear the kids playing? Yeah. Something else that comes up for me is, um, I think we've talked about this book before, but in um, The Toltec Art of Life and Death by Don Miguel Ruiz, he talks about how knowledge 
you know, what we call knowledge is just something that, like, it, like, masquerades as a person and, like, an identity. Like, our identity is made up of knowledge. And to unravel that belief in identity simultaneously is to unravel a belief in in knowing anything because it's only a me that could ever know anything or that could ever purport to know anything. Yeah. Hopefully that's the right word, but yeah, that could ever claim to know anything, which is, which is very interesting to sit with. And yeah, just like that, that space of getting somewhere where I don't know anything is really sweet. Hmm. And like, it's always here though, huh? Yeah, it is. It's always here. We're just like we don't really give it room to breathe. Yeah, I guess because there's there's a me that's trying to interject some sort of knowledge or something, some sort of wisdom, whatever it is. But yeah, it's interesting. So, um, actually. If you have anything else, I don't know if you have anything else to say, but I want to grab this um, little quote book. I was thinking about, are you going to read the Don Miguel one? There's a couple in here. So I was just thinking about this, like as you mentioned that, the Toltec art. Um, I think we've maybe mentioned this in one of these before, but it says, what is it about a master? So like if mm, you meet a master. Hold on, I find it. Okay. Just one moment. Okay. This is a good one. (laughs) This is from the Toltec Art of Life and Death by Don Miguel Ruiz. I have learned since then not to show gratitude to a great master by offering him knowledge. Offer anything else, but not that. If you have even a little sense, you will offer him your silence. He is a master for the simple reason that knowledge is not a distraction to him. You are the student because it is to you. So if you reframe that, like this is really potent. Yeah. If you reframe what you're, what he's calling a master... Though that may may show up in a human form, that's kind of irrelevant. Life is the master. Yeah. And like the opportunity for us, whether it be in like a manifested interaction or just in, with life in general, is to offer it more mm-hmm. space yeah. than knowledge. Like to offer it more of like a beginner's mind and a, and a willingness to be shown versus trying to inflict or interject Mm. your preconceived notions. Yeah. And this is what, I mean, if you're in dialogue, this is available all of the time. And it doesn't mean that, like, you're trying to pick up more knowledge. It's more that you're trying to see the life that's basically behind the knowledge and the words are kind of, like, irrelevant. So, like, it's being, it's like, Life itself is self-aware and like through human interactions, we have these beautiful opportunities to just 
look yeah. at it reflecting itself back to each other. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, something what that brings up for me is that, you know, my nature in life is definitely more on the quiet and observant side and you know, just having lived life from that perspective and having gone through this process, it's actually really beautiful now realizing so like that came about for me because like when I was a kid I had really horrible like ear issues and I think when I was a kid I only had like 20% of my hearing so there's something about that that life set something up for me where I was forced into positions where I had to listen so carefully Mm -hmm. to what people were saying and it like set up this thing in me of just like being very observant and now in this space that I reside, I, I see like what a blessing that has been because I'm able to sit with somebody if it, you know, regardless of what they're talking about and just like, yeah, like see through the words and like, I don't, I don't, I'm the type of person, like, I don't necessarily like need to speak a lot when I'm, when I'm surrounded by people, but it like is such a beautiful, has been such a beautiful opportunity now that there aren't those concepts in the way of just like sitting and like peering through or listening through the words and like peering behind it and seeing like what's going on here, maybe like energetically with this person or like, oh, I'm hearing these words, but like there's pain behind here. So let me be with that. Like, let me be with what's behind, like what's showing up behind words instead of whatever is coming through in, in speaking. And that's, that's such a beautiful, such a beautiful gift. (laughs) I don't know if you can hear Bailey snoring. It's pretty good, but that's, it's such a beautiful gift to kind of settle into more quiet and, um, Yeah, that's 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 all I have to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess when you were talking about like maybe pain being there, I think just underneath the surface, which is you know, fear is such a powerful drug, yeah. but I feel like yes. um if you look in probably a lot of your interactions, it's probably easier to spot in others cuz typically it is, you know, mm-hmm. you always see like the the fleck in others eyes not the log in your own yeah but just underneath a, a lot of conversation is there's like a subtle fear or anxiety and so it can get really loud or it can get like it's a vibe for energy almost mm-hmm. and so people want to retain as much of their own like they don't want to give any of their own energy away and then subconsciously maybe if they can grab some others you know what I mean and this is probably like learning again to it's like a deeper level of learning to stand on your own two feet you know what I mean and because if you're not looking for energy anywhere else and you're not looking to take any from anybody like there's much more probably afforded you to just stand in your own Hmm. and that's like a deep sense of maybe like a giving integrity maybe like a whole nother shade of whatever color it is yeah what color is integrity rainbow (laughs) rainbow color i don't know um yeah i want to let me actually let's end with that quote if that feels okay to you 
Okay. Uh, Cause it's good, and I think that's maybe a good uh, point of inquiry for anybody listening who maybe feels invited to sit with that. I have learned since then not to show gratitude to a great master by offering him knowledge. Offer anything else, but not that. If you have even a little sense, you will offer him your silence. He is a master for the simple reason that knowledge is not a distraction to him. You are the student because it is to you. Hmm. See you next time. Bye.